Support for this podcast and the following message come from Barracuda Total Email Protection. According to the FBI, last year, cybercrimes cost $3.5 billion. Get the free ebook, 13 Email Threat Types to Know About Right Now, at barracuda.com slash NPR. Hello, Ophira Eisenberg from NPR's Ask Me Another. How are you? This is Ophira Eisenberg from Ask Me Another. Yeah, I just said hello. <laughs> I know. That's a great, great intro. Thank you. How are you doing this week? Uh, it's it's going okay. And how how are you? How have you been uh, spending your week? You know, I think that the climate in my, uh, in my home is, it's just amazing because, of course, my kid picks up things and then he, uh, it goes through his brain and he reinterprets them in a way that sometimes I go, oh, that's how you see the world. Because <laughs> he was just, he was singing this song and just like humming this little song and singing these words. And I said, what, what are you singing? And he said, all we're doing is shouting at screens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. And that's what I guess he sees me doing. <laughs> and it's also his remote learning experience that all we're doing is shouting at screens. You know what? He needs to he needs to be in a rock band right away. Cuz that that is a fantastic like kid punk kid punk band song. It's kid punk. That's all we're right. doing is shouting at screens. All we're doing is shouting at screens. <laughs> I would, I would totally listen to that album. Lucky for us, when people hear our show, do they? Do you think they still shout at their radio during our show? <laughs> I sure hope so. Otherwise, we're doing it wrong. I should probably play the song, right? Yeah, let's do it. From NPR and WNYC, coming to you from our respective homes in beautiful Brooklyn, New York, it's NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and world's greatest dad face masks, Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton, now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thank you, Jonathan. I hope all of you trivia heads out there are ready to go, because do we have a show for you? That's right, this time around, we're all about the three Ps, puzzles, pals, and putting your hand over your microphone because you're laughing too loud. <laughs> From IFC's Sherman's Showcase, we have actors Diallo Riddle and Bashir Salahuddin, who have a new Juneteenth special out this weekend, and they go toe-to-toe -to -toe in a music parody game you don't want to miss. Then, we just can't seem to let them go. Friends of the show, who just happen to be songwriters for Disney's Frozen, Kristen and Robert Lopez drop in, but first, we have some games with Hulu's shrill writer Solomon Giorgio and co-host of the Gay Power Half Hour podcast, Casey Lai. Let's do it. Here they are joining us from Los Angeles, two fantastic comedians, Solomon Giorgio and Casey Lai. Hello. Lovely to be here. Uh, long time listener, first time celebrity <laughs> guest contestant. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and as we started this session, I took a sip from my water bottle and I saw my reflection. And then I saw you take a sip from your water bottle, Solomon, and made me feel better because I was like, we we're both with our travel water bottles. In our own homes. At, at home. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got nowhere to be. Just a water bottle. <laughs> it's a grown-up grown sippy cup. I get it. It's, it's like it's comforting. It's got a little spout. You, you, know, you don't know, have to worry it. that you're going to spill or anything. It's cozy. Thank you for having a glass, Casey. I'm feeling I'm feeling yeah. so Mature. old and tired with my glass of water here. <laughs> it's just with with like especially like working in any like entertainment industry, people just give you water bottles yes. all the time. Yeah, it true. is it's an endless giveaway. amount of water bottles, and I'm just like between tote bags and water bottles. I'm like, where do you think I'm going? <laughs> uh, so. We have uh, we have some great games yes. for the two of you. How do you know each other? Um, well, through stand up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Casey doesn't remember when we first met because we I met knew you were earlier than he <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> but we are now pretty much sisters. Uh, it is. Yeah. 
We've been through a lot together. Comedy is really the ringer, you know, the emotional yeah. ringer, the career ringer and all that stuff. And you do find your, your, uh, your chosen family. Uh, we're also both gay men, so we get to choose our family as well. Um, we had that connection. You say I don't remember you, but I would like to say that back in my day, I was a very nervous person, and I'm sure you were just too talented and pretty for me to think I could talk to you, and so I just gave up. But then I realized you're <laughs> the same amount of talented and pretty as me. Okay? So oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. The confidence. I, I, uh, <laughs> I love a compliment and an insult like rolled into one. That Ooh, is welcome to most of our, our conversations. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wonderful. Um, so our first quiz for you is an audio quiz. You're going to be competing against each other. We'll go back and forth. It's pretty simple. We'll play you the sound that a machine makes. And you just have to guess what the machine is. Uh, the hardest part, actually, about this is that you're going to be hearing the audio clip through Zoom. So every machine might just sound the garbly gook same. Okay. Here we go. All right, Solomon. Yes. This is for you. Okay. What is the machine? Oh, that's um, it's a printer. Can you be more specific? <laughs> oh wow, that is. <laughs> oh wow, it's is it one of the old, it's an older printer? I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't. Is it a dot matrix printer? Did you say dot matrix I, printer? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. He did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he did. I heard yeah, dots, yeah. but yeah, dot. dot, dot you dot. know what? It, the word is close enough. Okay. <laughs> well, my initial guess was it was uh, uh, Scotch tape being stretched. Uh, it's, it's, that sounds just like that. Exactly. But that's or not the technically a machine. So yeah. the beginning of a cappuccino being made. Ooh. I, I also want to say Dot Matrix is the name of Joan Rivers' uh, C-3PO character in the uh, movie yes. Spaceballs. Yes, indeed. She that's was Dot right. Matrix. That's right. Yes. That's right. Wow, that's uh, a nice poll, Casey. I'm impressed. I am shocked with myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey, here, here is a, here's a machine for you to identify. Um, I um, I got excited for a second because I thought it was just full on uh, Harley Davidson, but <laughs> mm. I think it's more something that you can ride or push. I think it's a lawnmower machine. Yeah, you are correct. It is a lawnmower <laughs> machine, otherwise known as a lawnmower. Yeah, you don't have to add the machine part. <laughs> I'm, I'm from New England. We, it's, it was a lawn mowing machine. Lawn mowing machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. According to Popular Mechanics, the first lawn mowing machine that was push and non-electric was patented in 1830. And the patent stated, gentlemen will find using my machine an amusing, healthful exercise. Oh, that's my oh. bio uh, for my comedy. <laughs> All right, Solomon. Yes. What do you think of this one? Oh, that's a tough one for me. Do you want? Do you want a hint? Yeah, I'll, I love hints. <laughs> I think. I think I would buy one if it came with Tim Gunn. Oh, a sewing machine. <laughs> yes, oh. that's right. See, that's right. <laughs> I yes. yeah. I've um, never sewed anything, uh, so I definitely feel feel unaccomplished now. It's because it's one of those things I've always wanted to learn how to do. Yeah, there's a bunch of people who are learning it. Solomon, if you really wanted to do it, you had the time. So I guess yeah. you didn't really want to do it over the last. No, few months. not okay. at all. I have a lot of things on my list of goals that I realize I never want to do during this. No, time. me too. Yeah. yeah, this really clarifies so your list of priorities in a way that you. <laughs> You wouldn't, you're like, oh, wow, I guess I never wanted to do that. Either. I don't ever want to. I was just imagining that. that I was the kind of person <laughs> who did that. Yeah. I mean, some of mine were so poorly matched with what were, I was like, write personal essays about trauma. It's like, N definitely don't feel like <laughs> No, yeah. no, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you want to you step in that zone for a long period of time <laughs> in the worst possible situation? <laughs> yeah. All right, this is the last clue, and it is for you, Casey. 
Well, <laughs> of course I know that because I'm garbage. It's a garbage disposal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a garbage it's disposal my biggest fear in the world. Don't go in there, they always say. You'll be disposed. <laughs> it is a very scary, a very scary thing to have a hole in your sink that just uh, destroys matter, liquefies I, matter. It's like you could easily fall in there, and something bad would happen. No, I agree. They don't, they don't have them in New York. I've never seen. I I was told that recently, and I'm like, we're I'm over here just chucking things down the my my yeah. drain. Seriously, <laughs> what do you get for rent in New York? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly anything. Yeah, uh, I think there uh, used to be a thing with the plumbing in New York City, where where it, the plumbing was too old, and they just didn't want to deal with people flushing stuff rats down there. Too yeah. old with rats. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> rats. You guys don't have garbage disposals. You just have pizza rats to come and remove the food from your <laughs> kitchen. Right. New York is a garbage disposal. It's uh, redundant. Yeah. <laughs> I remember growing up just turning it on and always hearing that, kang, 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 and then you would like turn it off and pull out a fork and be like, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a very vivid imagination, and so I just have like fingers and garbage disposal spheres. Mm. That plus um, having paper cuts in between my fingers. I think they're my two biggest finger fears that I have. I like how you, you carry like a pocketbook of finger fears around with you. Oh, I've got a pocketbook full of fears, honey. Yes. Fingers just, the finger ones just fit in the pocket. Yeah. You both did great. Great job. Wonderful. I, Wonderful. I think I lost. I don't know if I did great. I got one. <laughs> That's, you know, what are, what are points? Listen, points in the edit, pointless. you're probably going to get them all right. So yeah. don't Perfect. worry. Uh, well, um, is that because he has more credits than I do? He wins. I think that's important to point out. Keep that in the post. That we'll I put have that more in the bios. <laughs> After the break, we'll play another game with comedians Solomon Giorgio and Casey Lai, and we'll chat with return friendestants, songwriters for Disney's Frozen, Kristen and Robert Lopez. We're going to make them play the same game they hated the last time they were on. So much fun. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Xfinity. Some things are slow, like snail races. Other things are fast, like Xfinity XFi. You get fast speeds even when everyone is online. Xfinity has the goal of maintaining coverage all over your house with reliable service for all devices so everyone is happy. You can even pause the in-home Wi-Fi to bring the family together. Working to make Wi-Fi simple, easy, awesome. More at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. This message comes from NPR sponsor Passport, the podcast by Frequency Machine that helps you understand the world one place at a time. Every Tuesday, Passport transports you somewhere new and tells you a true story that could only happen there. Right now on Passport, listen to the conspiracy series, The Van Gogh Black Market in Amsterdam, Espionage in London, The Real X-Files in Peru, and Money Laundering in Dubai. Listen to Passport on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening now. This is Ask Me Another, NPR's Hour of Puzzles, Word Games, and Online Summer Camp. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. We are playing games with comedians Solomon Giorgio and Casey Lai. Are you ready for another one? Of course. I love games. <laughs> Fantastic. So we looked at your Instagram. <gasps> oh, I'm and sorry. We, we noticed a fair <laughs> amount of drag content. Yes. So inspired by that, and just in time for Pride Month, we whipped up a multiple choice quiz about mm-hmm. drag history. Oh, yes, please. Oh, yes, honey, please. mama. Give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> Calm okay, down, we're... Casey. We're can't, can't. <laughs> Revved up. The drag machine is raring our girl. <laughs> so we're going to go back and forth for this mm-hmm. one. You'll be competing. Casey, this is for you. Okay. Marsha P. Johnson was a black trans drag performer and activist who was a key figure in the Stonewall riots of 1969. She was also known for her sense of humor. What did the P in Marsha P. Johnson stand for? Was it A, pardon my French, B, pay it no mind, or C, Pittsburgh? 
It was Pay It No Mind is what it is what her uh, middle name. Yeah, that's was. right. Yeah. Pay It No Mind. Essentially, yeah. her response to anyone being nosy. And while we're on it, I mean, Stonewall was a riot, and Black Trans Lives Matter, and Marsha <laughs> Pay It No Mind Johnson was the leader of a big old movement. So God bless. And Amen. there's going to be a statue of her and fellow activist Sylvia Rivera Sylvia. Yeah. put up next year. Uh, finally, some statues we do not need to throw in the river. Oh, oh for finally. sure. All right, Solomon, here's one for you. Okay. Maybe a girl was okay. the first drag queen elected to what office in the Silver Lake neighborhood of Los Angeles? Was oh. it A, comptroller, B, neighborhood council representative, or C, superior court judge? Uh, it should be neighborhood council representative, right? B? Yeah, that's exactly yes. right. First drag queen to be elected to public office in the United States. And there's also one running in New York right now, uh, Marty Cummings. Uh, and I believe it's for city council as well. Yeah, that's right. Marty Gould Allen Cummings is running for New York City Council in uh, in 2021. Uh, and I'm sorry if you heard a child gleefully playing outside. There was some bubbles outside of my window. What an adorable distraction. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's do another one. And then... Okay, hang on. Maybe I do it. Gotcha. It's too loud, right? I have to tell him to be quiet. Hang on one second. I kind of appreciated it. <laughs> you guys have to be a little quieter because it's coming into the edit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Is that, is, is that what, that's what you sound like, mommy. That's what you sound like. Blah, blah, blah. That's your job. <laughs> Uh, this is a visual joke, but um, sometimes when I'm recording, he just puts post-its on the door, and this is the one that came today. It just said, I need mom, exclamation mark. Aww. No, not, not, oh, no, no, no. I'm here all the time. I'm here all the time. You I never just walk, just another post-it in their door that says, tough cookies. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, that's I almost... how you teach a kid not to be passive-aggressive. Post-it notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey. In 2018, Pablo Vitar was the first drag queen to be nominated for what? A, a Latin Grammy, B, a Webby Award for Best Overall Social Presence, or C, the Oscar for Best Sound Mixing in a Documentary Film? I am going to say that it is a Latin Grammy, and I'm also going to say thank you for not just asking questions about um, Drag Race, because everyone would know those, <laughs> of course. You're actually asking questions that I don't know the answers to. Oh, I actually am a fan of Pablo Bittar <laughs> and their music, and it is actually wonderful. Uh, the song uh, Pose is phenomenal. I recommend listening to it. Yes, and the Latin Grammy is correct. All right, Solomon. Huh? In 2018, RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> contestant Peppermint Became the first openly trans woman to do what? A, originate a major role in a Broadway production. A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are correct. The comp the confidence to stop the question is asked. I love it. It is A. <laughs> Don't even bother saying the rest. It's disrespectful to the legend. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys were equally matched in that game. See, Solomon, we're equal. <laughs> that is not true uh, by any standards. <laughs> Thank you so much. So fun. Thank you so much, Casey. Thank you so much, Solomon. Really appreciate it. I had so much fun. Thank you for having me. It was such a good time. Solomon Giorgio writes for the Hulu series Shrill, and Casey Lai hosts the podcast Gay Power Half Hour. Our next two guests created, write, and star in two current TV shows, Southside on Comedy Central and Sherman Showcase, which is a spoof of variety shows like Soul Train, and their new hour-long Black History Month Spectacular is out this weekend for Juneteenth on AMC and IFC. Bashir Salahuddin and Diallo Riddle are on the phone. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? This How's is on the phone. I, I, I literally put on a tux. I didn't know it was just... <laughs> well, I guess, yeah. <laughs> The phone slash Zoom slash, I don't know, the, inter, the interwebs through Wi-Fi. Joining us through Wi-Fi. That's what we should be saying. Bashir, I know you filmed this Juneteenth special a while ago, but it seems like it's responding to the news right now. It makes it seem like we were totally 
planning this. But, you know, this is one of those times where luckily for us, the universe kind of caught up to us. And what's funny is that by writing things that we thought were funny and relevant to what we just happened to be talking about, it seemed like we were able to hit a lot of things before other people were able to get to them. We were able to do something about kente cloth. Now, that was not because we knew that, you know, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer were going to wear kente cloth last week. Kente cloth is something that Bashir and I were both raised around. We both had these very socially conscious families. And if you grow up in these socially conscious families, especially if you're black, you know what kente cloth is. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. A, it's from Africa. It's from West Africa. I mean, everything is from Africa at some point. So it almost feels silly to say that. <laughs> but, you know, but it is a very uniquely African. It's at the core mm-hmm. of a uniquely African-American tradition. It's at the core of our celebrations. And it's, it's at the core of even our graduation ceremonies. You'll see a lot of black kids wearing kente cloth stoles. And so it's, it's kind of like one of those things you just grow up with and you don't put much thought into it. And I think now I'm actually giving it more thought and then, and, you know, having to be a little yeah. more present because I didn't even appreciate what this gift was that, that my parents were giving us and saying, hey, this mm-hmm. is something for you. It's like I, piano I, lessons. You don't appreciate them at the time. <laughs> you hate them at the time. <laughs> Until you become the drunk guy at the party who can kind of play songs a little bit. And everybody's like, that guy's kind of decent. You two have known each other for decades, right? How did you meet? We met in an acapella group. Uh, we were at Harvard together and we were we were singing together. And then eventually we figured out we thought some of the same stuff was funny. So uh, that's how we ended up uh, working in this uh, crazy entertainment field together. I have to ask what acapella group, because oh. I, I was at Yale. I was in acapella group at oh, Yale. Nice. So First off, now we know you're cool. Most- <laughs> yeah, that's right. Acapella club, coolest club in the world. Exactly. Anybody who's been... Uh- inundated, you know, while they were trying to study with the, you know, acapella uh, uh, interruption in class where they all run into the room That's and right. sing you some sweet sounds while you're trying to focus on other things. Everyone always loves it. Yeah, they always love it. But no, but we were in a group called Brothers, which was actually a subgroup of the Harvard Black University choir which was called the Kumba Singers. Kumba Singers. We were like the bad kids. We were like this offshoot. We, you know, we weren't singing like gospel hymns and like soul rhythm we were trying to sing like r&b and like do like jodeci stuff right but wait i have to ask now so what acapella group for you at yale well i was first i was in the spizwinks and then i was in the whiff and poofs my senior year the whiff i was gonna say that's the only one that i i that's the one i remember and we had a really good friend of ours who was uh crocodillo so there you go good old crocodillos the The crocodillos and what's the the din and tonics is the other one the din and tonics uh, which Got me drinking gin and tonics because I, I, I wanted to see what all the hubbub was about. And you can just blame that acapella group for my crippling, you know, alcohol. Addict. There you go. That's Makes what I blame it on. By the way, Jonathan, am I correct in saying, I just realized this. I think you wrote one of my favorite songs of all time. Did you write Alive? Still Alive, yeah. At the end of the Portal song. Portal. Yeah. Dude, not only do I love that song, but we oh. saw you. We saw you. I came no. to your concert. I want to say no. it, was, it was at one of the comedy festivals. I want to say Aspen, HBO, Aspen. years yeah. ago. Oh, we we saw you there. You're absolutely great, dude. Oh, thank you very much. I was, like, I'm, I was like, this name looks so familiar. Did you actually also think it, there could be two? I mean, it's possible. <laughs> I just two like, Coltons. The issue is that I'm so wrong <laughs> about stuff in life. And my worst one is, is when I actually see celebrities in real life because I – I have a pretty much 98% track record of saying, hey, aren't you? And then being wrong about who that is. <laughs> <laughs> like the day I was like, oh, Julia Stiles. And she was like, I'm Claire Danes. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, well, we have a music parody game for you. Oh, here we go. This game is called Needle Drops. And it's about songs that are famously associated with movies. Ah. We rewrote popular songs to make them about the movie scenes that they are featured in. So there are three ways you can earn a point. You can tell me the movie I'm singing about, the song or artist I'm parodying, or you could just recommend a movie. Would be fine if you don't know the answers to any of those others. Okay. And you're competing against each other, so we're going to go back and forth, starting with Diallo. All right. This one's for you. Here we go. Okay. Some say that you and I, we don't have that much chemistry even so (laughs) I still owe after all you took a bullet for me so I I 
am stopping this plane. <laughs> and she sure did. She sure did. I am stopping this plane. Wow, that was that was beautiful. Um, oh, thank you. The the bodyguard, Whitney Houston. I will always love you. Yeah, absolutely correct. Yeah. You got them all. By the way, okay. my mother would disagree with you. I, she thought that they had fantastic chemistry. That's right. All right, Bashir, this one is for you. Let's do it. Russell's coming down from tripping. <laughs> as the bus rolls down the highway. We were pissed, but now we're singing. It was a golden god today. <laughs> well, the movie is almost famous. Yeah. That is correct. Uh, you were parodying Elton John's Tiny Dancer. Yeah, absolutely. And is that everything I need to say? Is there anything yeah. else? Yeah, that's everything. I'm a golden god. Great movie. Good job. <laughs> All right, Diallo, this one is for you. Okay. Five kids get dropped off at school. But it's a Saturday weekend detention, baby. (laughs) Each has a story to tell. They write an essay and they get along well. But they don't look like teenagers to me. (laughs) No, 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 no. They look at least 23. I was hoping you were going to do something when you walk on by. I know. I'm tempted to go all the way through. (laughs) Don't forget about me by the Simple Minds, The Breakfast Club. Yeah, exactly right. You guys are killing this I thought uh, uh, Anthony, what's his name? Anthony Michael Hall. He looked the right age. Yeah, right. Yeah. But Judd Hirsch looks like he's about 30. Not, I'm sorry, not Judd Hirsch. Judd Nelson, excuse me. Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson looks Judd like Judd Hirsch. By the way, Judd Hirsch also looks old in the movie. But Judd Nelson. <laughs> it's like, why is Judd Hirsch here? All the Judds. All the, all the Judds. Winona Judds. <laughs> Ashley. Yeah. I look. I actually. I looked it up, and uh, and Anthony Michael Hall was seventeen at the time. Oh, there you uh, go. And Judd Nelson was twenty six. He was twenty six. <laughs> wow. All right, Bashir. Here is one for you. Let's rock and roll. Let's go. <laughs> here comes the soul. I love your enthusiasm. Here we go. <laughs> Does this count as stalking? Maybe so. It's a risky move. This teen tableau. I got this boombox. It's three feet wide. Wake up, I'm standing outside. Okay, it's uh, it's Peter Gabriel. All yeah. my instincts they return. I know the song is. By the way, I know the I know the movie is saying anything, but I want to yeah, get this Peter right. Gabriel song title. Yeah, it's It's not. Don't give up, is it? No. Next line. The next line is the chorus. In your eyes. Yeah. I knew it was in there. In the Peter Gabriel, Phil Collins, Genesis Divide, I think I'm going to go with Phil Collins. I'm going to be the outlaw. <laughs> wow. You are, because Peter yeah. Gabriel is a much more incredible. No, I listen, as a kid, I thought his song Big Time, like, it was just, I thought Big Time was an amazing song. You didn't like Sledgehammer. You know, I, Sledgehammer got played out to me. It was on MTV every two it seconds. Was, it was it played had the claymation. a lot. It, Okay, but listen, but listen to it now, because you know what? It stands No, 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 out. listen. I love Peter Gabriel, but I will say, <laughs> Phil Collins with like songs like Easy Lover and uh, Billy Don't wait You sec, Lose wait My sec. Number. Susu Studio? Susu Studio. I mean, like, <laughs> the man was a machine. <laughs> she was a hit machine. Susu Studio. He did the song. He did the song with the guy from Where's Wind and Fire. That's right. Uh, uh, Easy Lover, Philip Bailey. That's right. Oh, God, such a great... All right, you guys, we have two we have two questions left. This one is for you, Diallo. Uh-oh. All right. Quill puts his headphones on his head. Presses play and he dances around while he kicks a bunch of aliens. He prefers Star Lord. He prefers Star Lord. Okay, the movie uh, is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, right? yes, it is. Come and get your love is the name of the song. Yeah, the group is Native American. A lot of people don't realize that Native what? American yes. group. Nice. Um, huh? 
but I am blanking on the name of the group. <laughs> I did not. This is one of those songs that I know this song, but I've never known who it was by. The, and the answer is Redbone. Ah, oh, man, I guess I'm down one point. All right, this is the last question. It's for you, Bashir. Bashir has to get all three to win. Let's go, let's go. That's right. Here we go. Baby, if you make it to the credits Aww. and way past you too, you get to hear the song that I wrote, yeah, from the film that Val Kilmer did, the suit nipples hidden this time. <laughs> well, I know the song is Kiss from a Rose by Seal. My only, my brain is going Batman Returns, but that doesn't feel right. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. It is Batman Forever. Yep. Which means that you are tied. <laughs> you know, we, we've known each other for 25 years. We actually have the same birthday, which we didn't know forever because oh, we were wow. in school oh. together and we have summer birthdays. So we didn't really know that we had the same birthday. We just had to share so much. Kiss from a Rose is not an appropriate song for a Batman movie. So it is not inherent and it's not, it's yes. not intuitive. Um, no, I right, love Seal. Right. So I think I should get half credit for that. No, I don't think so. In our remote versions, we let people talk us into points. So, yeah, for sure. Wait, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> you guys are revealing rules at this late game? This is a racket. <laughs> I know. It's, it's a quiz racket. show all over again. Yeah, like, I, I watch Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I'm like, mm, no, come on, man. <laughs> uh, Bashir Dialis, thank you so much for joining us. It was a complete delight. It's a pleasure. Thank you. I like, I like playing games. This, this has been so much fun. That's Bashir Salahuddin and Diallo Riddle, and their new Sherman Showcase Black History Month Spectacular is out Juneteenth on IFC. Coming up, two very good friends of the show are back for more. Songwriters and composers for Disney's Frozen, Kristen and Robert Lopez, will venture into the unknown. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Xfinity. Some things are slow, like snail races. Other things are fast, like Xfinity XFi. You get fast speeds even when everyone is online. Xfinity has the goal of maintaining coverage all over your house with reliable service for all devices so everyone is happy. You can even pause the in-home Wi-Fi to bring the family together, working to make Wi-Fi simple, easy, awesome. More at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. This message comes from NPR sponsor Passport, the podcast by Frequency Machine that helps you understand the world one place at a time. Every Tuesday, Passport transports you somewhere new and tells you a true story that could only happen there. Right now on Passport, listen to the Conspiracy series, The Van Gogh Black Market in Amsterdam, Espionage in London, The Real X-Files in Peru, and Money Laundering in Dubai. Listen to Passport on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening now. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. Joining us and returning to the show, we have the Oscar award-winning husband and wife team behind the songs of Disney's Frozen and Coco. Hi, Kristen. Hi, babe. Bobby. Oh, I said that terribly. Hi, hey, baby. Kristen. Hi, Bobby. <laughs> Hi, Kristen. Hi, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Kristen and Robert, this is this is your fourth appearance. We are renaming the show to Ask the Lopez's Another. <laughs> Good, because we're going to be insulted if um, we're not on the show next week and the week after. If there's ever another guest, we're going to be like, why didn't they ask us? Ask us another. <laughs> uh, are you working? Not you're working nonstop through this. I I wouldn't say. It depends on what you mean by nonstop. Okay, because. Um, we are also like when we are normally working, we've got childcare, kids in school, or camp. Now we are cook, housekeeper, gardener, IT specialist, PE teacher, um, you name it. Um, we've we've been exterminators. We've been. Mm. What did you get to exterminate? No, that just sounded. <laughs> oh man, ladybugs. We had we had a ladybug oh. infestation, and oh, we yeah. thought like at the first we were like. You know, this is a cute one. This is amazing. We're not going to kill any ladybugs. And by the by, the third or fourth day, we're just like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> squishing ladybugs. Now we've got bats in our breezeway. <laughs> is that a is that a euphemism? Uh, 
It, it could be. We've named them Midnight, Severus, and Vlad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Based on their personalities? <laughs> yeah, but now we're getting the feeling like Midnight is a little sweeter, a little smaller. Um, and, you know, it's... <laughs> We've decided, like, we're going to live with them because they're our new pets. And also, we don't have any mosquitoes. Yes. Jonathan, weren't you trying to build a uh, bat house in your backyard at some point? I was I was thinking about building a bat yeah. house for specifically this reason, because I don't like to be bitten by the bugs. And I, uh, I, I wanted to bring bats into my life. I don't have any bats where I live. It's very sad. I have a whole bats. list of bat names I'm ready to deploy, but I no bats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could go toe for toe with us, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, okay, so we're kind of counting your first three times on the show as the trilogy. Oh, I thought it was an, another saga in a different era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a retcon. Yeah. So this game is about another famous trilogy, the original three Star Wars movies. Oh. Oh, oh good. Okay. So. Yeah, Star so the, those movies have changed a lot over the years. Most famously, of course, is the scene between Han Solo and Greedo uh, when they're in the cantina. One of them shoots one another, and uh, who can say who drew first anymore? I also, I was watching this again the other yeah. day. And on Disney Plus, because there's a, I don't know if it's a new version, but it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. And Greedo had a new line that I had never seen before. Yeah. <gasps> uh, he, he, it was after he said, yes, I'll bet you have. And then Greta went, blah, 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 and he got, he sh <laughs> then they shot at the same time. I don't know where this line came from. If anybody knows about it, I would love to. Wait, was the, the line story. translated or it was just, it was, no, was shot it was before like it was. A, it was some, it was some vocalization in whatever Greta's language was. I see. Well, we might find out. Who knows? I'm wondering, when did you watch Star Wars? We're together all the time. <laughs> I had special dispensation. Remember, you were like, go watch Star Wars. Uh, what was I doing? What, you was were I reading and with sleeping. The girls? Oh, okay. You, oh. Were, you were reading and sleeping. Wow. <laughs> so I was allowed to watch Star Wars. <laughs> it must have been at like 1130 at night. It was late. Um, okay, so this quiz is about the revisions made to the Star Wars movies since their original theatrical release. It's all true or false. You're going to compete. We'll go back and forth. Oh, I am so dead. dead huh? I am dead. We could all just accept that now, it's, but I nope. look forward to it. No, no, you, you, you have no idea. You have no okay. idea. All right. I have no idea. That's right. Robert, true or false? A scene was added to the 1997 special edition of Star Wars Episode Four, where Han Solo steps on Jabba the Hutt's tail. That is true. That is true. You nodded. You oh, nodded. Yes. Okay, what do you know about this? Well, they filmed this scene with uh, Harrison Ford and this performer playing Jabba, and they had intended to use a sort of stop-motion creature uh, animation idea to replace the actor, but they kind of ran out of time and money, so that scene got scrapped. And they added the lines that were in it to the Greedo scene, but then they had CGI <laughs> for the for the re-release, and they put Jabba in. Now we know what he looks like. He's um, Now the lines are just in there twice. So to me, it's like a little ridiculous because you have to listen through the same scene basically twice. Yeah. Okay, that is correct, and uh, I'm going to revise what I said to you earlier, Kristen. You don't have a chance. You don't have a chance. Kristen, I think you will be happy with this question. This is a funny thing. True or okay. false? In the Disney Plus release of Star Wars Episode Four, the infamous cantina scene where Han Solo shoots Greedo was altered so that Greedo says, McClunky. There it is. True. Yeah, it is absolutely true. Uh, me and, and my big mouth. That would be yeah, true. I, I was like, oh, we might find out what that word is somehow. Yeah. Why, why do they put that in? What do they have to change it for? I was going to say they were going to give him a musical number, like McClunky, McClunky. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, so Disney says that George Lucas made the change before Disney acquired the rights to Star Wars. And apparently McClunky means... This is the end of you in Hutties. 
If McClunky means this is the end of you, then Hatties is the most efficient language of all time. It's a very <laughs> famously efficient language, yeah. Okay, Kristen, this one is for you. Halfway yes. through the Empire Strikes Back's original theatrical release, film reels were recalled so that sound effects could be changed after it was discovered that R2-D2's bleeps and bloops spelled profanities in Morse code. <laughs> True or false? I'm going to say false. Yeah, that's totally, that is totally false. Okay, yeah. good, good. The one thing he did, though, was he just kept working on it after it was released, and they kept adding parts to it, and they had to re-record music and stuff like just that. Just like we keep doing to uh, the theatrical version of Frozen. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <they> never stop. <laughs> we never stop. Um, but we have learned we have to change one thing, because there's a German version of the live show happening. And then the element that's fun is that there's a bunch of naked Norwegians, um, and they're like, what's, what's funny about being naked? Like, we're naked <laughs> together all the time. That was us just last night, yeah. <laughs> like, well, of course we're all naked in a sauna together. This is right. what we do. <laughs> so we are having to address that in the middle of a summer in a pandemic. All right, Robert, a new musical sequence was added to the 1997 special edition of Return of the Jedi, including an extreme close-up of the inside of an alien musician's mouth. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> that is true. Of course. I was like, I was just agreeing with you. I'm like, I love that. Oh, that's, isn't that crazy that they had to change the whole song? That, yeah, the song used to be called Lapti Neck. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite weirdest songs by um Give it Jeff. give us a little bit of it. Yeah, please. So it's like uh I don't know the words. Um and Lopty Neck from the from the album McClunky. Yeah. I don't like I don't like any of the covers either. Yeah, they, I don't like they any ma- of the covers. They McClunkied Lopty Neck. Uh, so guess what? You guys did great. You guys did great. Wow. You did great. Wow. You didn't trounce me, though. No. Everything I know about Star Wars, I learned from him. There's well, obviously say... a, a lot to soak up <laughs> in the atmosphere that you are living in. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so just side thing. We wanted to show our, there's a little fire pit here. Wanted to show my son what a s'more is. He's never had a s'more because he's four. Oh, and so, uh, but guess what? Graham crackers are sold out. Like it, <gasps> you go in the aisles where there's no toilet paper, and beside it, there's also no graham crackers. Yeah, what is up with that? No graham People crackers. People are hoarding s'mores. <laughs> They're hoarding s'mores. S'more hoarders. They're s'morters. So- yeah. <laughs> 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 so we made graham crackers because they're not that hard to make. But accidentally doubled the sugar in them, so they're really Ooh. delicious. Oh, I bet they are. <gasps> accidentally, in quotes. <laughs> That's the best s'more this kid is ever going to have in his life. I know. An artisanal. Wow. Artisanal, <laughs> artisanal dessert s'mores. Wait, did you buy graham flour? Actually, no, we didn't buy Graham flour. Found a recipe that's just basically it's all it's all the normal uh, makings of the most basic cookie, but you add a lot of honey. Mm. Oh, right ah. on. yeah. Do I'm they, in. They and they're also they don't have, we didn't do the right consistency, so they don't. Uh, they're a little spongy, or they're a little. Um, Ooh, I bet that's even better. So more of a cookie texture. Yeah. Mm. Do you remember the oh those golden grams? Solid golden grams, golden, golden honey, honey, just, just a touch. touch. Grams, golden wheat. Thin wheat. Right. Yep. But I remember um, the golden grams that was uh, better together, happy together. Oh yeah. Um, da, 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 who's da, 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 that? Da, 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 graham cracker taste of golden, golden grams. Yeah. Okay, so Kristen Robert, would you like to play another game? Why, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm hoping this one's about breastfeeding so I can trust him. <laughs> I know about that. <laughs> it's called Your First Six Months. In the following quiz, no. Um, so the last time you were on Ask Me Another, the March version of you being on Ask Me Another, we asked you to play a game called Wrecking Ball of Confusion. We played clips of two different songs that you would to mash up the song titles. Yes. Right. Uh, it was super, It was a very, very difficult game. You hated and it. And we felt so bad. <laughs> We're going to play it again. Yeah. Awesome. 
no, no, no. We're going to play a completely different game. That's called The Sound of Music of the Night. Ooh. Okay. Now we're talking. So we're going to play two clips. We're going to play clips of two different songs from Broadway musicals. And you are going to mash up the titles. For example, if we played the song The Sound of Music from The Sound of Music and The Music of the Night from Phantom of the Opera, you would answer The Sound of Music of the Night. Yes. Okay. So you're working together on this one. Unless you feel so confident you want to compete. Now let's work together. All right, here we go. Here is your first two clips. But the tigers come at night. That's um, uh, uh, a dream to dream. Every man has his own special dream. Girls. dream. dream. I, I dreamed a dream, dream girls. girls. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Well done. I dreamed a dream girls. That's fun to say. I know, it's kind <laughs> of, yeah. Uh, I dreamed a dream, girls. Dreamed a dream, girls. (laughs) It's like Dream Girls Inception. (laughs) Dream Girls meets Inception. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't get all the way to a joke. I just had to say the words. No, that's 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 like the kind of sci-fi fun dance party romp we need right now. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Here is your next one. He'll say to me, "I see who you truly are." The Wizard and I. That's Adina. Then ever marry one of them, I'd rest a virgin rather. For husbands are a boring I hate men. The Wizard and I hate men. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So fast. So impressive. (laughs) I want to see that show, The Wizard and I Hate Men. Yeah, that's a sequel to Wicked. It's, it's the one between Wicked and. It's all about the first six months of your child's life. <laughs> it's about breastfeeding. <laughs> all right, here here are the next ones. Into the water. Into the truth. He lives in you. Yeah, yeah. So let the sun come streaming in Cause you'll reach up and you'll rise again Lift your head and look around You will be found so He lives and you will be found He lives and you will be found That is correct A creepy new title, but yes <laughs> <laughs> He lives and you will be found <laughs> It is yeah. a pleasure. It is a pleasure to watch you guys uh, listen to this music, and it, it immediately flashes into your into your face the knowledge of these tunes. Like it's great to watch. Well, and you picked such amazing classic tunes too. You you pick just for us. I don't know if you feel this way, but there's it's like having dessert um, when you hear great songs. Yeah, it just hits your body and makes you go like, oh, isn't it so great? That there's such amazing songs in the world. It's it's nice. Oh, yeah. didn't mean to get poetic awesome. here. No, that makes me so happy. <laughs> I feel like uh, you. He, I feel like he lives in you. You will be found. <laughs> All right. I'm sad to say this is your last clue. Okay. I am hanging in a bathroom at the biggest party. Oh, Michael in the, the bathroom. No one really knows how the game is played. The art of the trade, how the sausage is made. Oh, in the room where it happened. Michael, in the, the bathroom, bathroom where, where it, it happens. happens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Rather unfortunate title, but yes, correct. That's amazing. Like the, for, uh, me, for me, the bathroom isn't always the room where it happens. <laughs> well, hopefully, sadly. No, it's always go the way I think it's going to go. <laughs> it is the room where it happens. It just it doesn't always happen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was, you know, exactly how you did on that one. Perfecto, perfecto. That was like... Thanks, that was a super fun category. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Christopher, again coming together for another amazing segment. We'll see you next week, week. like always. See you next week. (laughs) Every saga has a beginning. That's friends of the show, Kristen and Robert Lopez. They wrote all of the Disney songs your children won't stop singing at you. Hey, that's our show. But before we go, we asked you to call the Ask Me Another hotline and tell us what's the worst kitchen disaster you've experienced during quarantine. Hi, my name is Galen Mustiat, and I live in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and I love to cook. But one thing I'd never tried was 
What happens when you bake a cucumber? So I wrapped it in tinfoil and put it in the oven and turned it on to 350 and checked it after about 30 minutes and something was smelling a little strange. And I opened it up and it did not taste good. I will put it that way. This is Bernadette calling from New Jersey. I tried to make very simple four ingredient bagels and they came out so terrible that the outside was burnt and the inside was still raw. Hi, this is Evan Burgess calling from Gaithersburg, Maryland. Since I was baking cookies with my aunt, we used salt instead of sugar to make the cookies. Not taste very good after we're done. Thank you for your time. Ask Me Another's house musician is Jonathan Colton. Hey, my name anagrams to Thou Jolta Cannon. Our puzzles were written by our staff, along with Mary Tobler and senior writer Karen Lurie, with additional material by Kara Weinberger. Ask Me Another is produced by Travis Larchuk, Kiara Powell, Nancy Seichow, James Sparber, and Ramel Wood. Our senior supervising producer is Rachel Neal, and our bosses' bosses are Steve Nelson and Anya Grunman. Thanks to our production partner, WNYC. I'm Haripe Begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. Happy to hear you're still listening, and since you're still here, why not pop over to Apple Podcasts and write us a review? We love to hear from you, and it helps others find out about our show. For additional information about new episodes, upcoming live shows, road shows, and bonus games, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks! Hey listeners, it's Ophira Eisenberg here. Next week, we'll be back with a brand new episode of Ask Me Another, so get ready for more of the comedy, trivia, and word games you love. So join me next week on NPR's Ask Me Another, the answer to life's funnier questions. <laughs>